When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome into the second hour of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show, everybody. Thanks for being here with us. Got a lot to get to with you today. As promised, joined now by Mr. Bill O'Reilly. He's got the history tour that'll be going on. He'll tell us about that with President Trump. Traveled around Florida, Texas, some other places coming up soon. Bill, great to have you back on the program. I appreciate you guys letting me back. Thank you very much. We want to get into your history tour with the former president, because that sounds exciting. A lot of folks, I'm sure, are going to want to go check it out for themselves, Bill, in a second. I, I did just want, though, your take. You know, you've You've seen what we're dealing with here with this Biden administration. You see the polls. You see the results of policies of decision making year one. What's happening here? Well, it's a collapse. There's no question about that. And I'm surprised. I didn't think that Joe Biden would be a successful president. Um, But I didn't think that his policies would be so destructive to the country. You know, I guess I felt that the experience that he accumulated in the Senate after uh, during all those decades um, would bring him to a place where he wouldn't, for example, um, try to destroy the fossil fuel industry because the unintended consequence of that is immediate pain for the American people. So you don't have to be a economics PhD to figure that out, right? And almost every day, he does inexplicable stuff. So um, one of my commentaries tonight on the No Spin News, which you guys can hear on BillOReilly.com, is that the conservative opposition, the Republican Party, doesn't really have to do anything now. They just let Mr. Biden 
um, drown in the quicksand because I don't think he can get out of it. I don't think he has the intellectual heft to get out of it, and I don't think anyone around him is smart enough because they led him here. They led him to where we are, where, according to USA Today, which is a liberal newspaper, only 38% of Americans think he's doing a good job. Bill, thanks for coming on. Uh, Clay Travis here. Bill Clinton, you just mentioned you don't think he has the intellectual heft, and I think you're right, to climb himself out of this hole. Bill Clinton did it after 1994. Barack Obama did it after 2010. I don't think there's any doubt that the Democrats are headed for an unmitigated disaster in 2022. We were talking about this yesterday on the show. What then becomes of Joe Biden after 2022 when he's still in office theoretically for two more years? I don't think anybody believes that he's capable of running for reelection. We've never really had a situation like this in the country to the extent that he's already weak and enfeebled and being taken advantage of by our adversaries. That's only going to get precipitously worse as his regime continues. Well, he's going to be a placeholder in the sense that legislation is not going to get passed unless it's reasonable. And Republicans have to um, have to follow my advice and be reasonable. You know, there are a lot of Republicans who said, oh, uh, voting for that uh, $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill, that was terrible and all of this. It wasn't terrible. I wouldn't have voted for it. I would have voted no on it because I don't believe that the federal government at this point can uh, follow the money or even cares about where the money goes. They just throw it into huge block grants and send it out to California where uh, they'll build homes for illegal migrants. You know, they don't know where it's going. There's no regulation for it. So that's why I would have voted against it. But you have to have a reason. It just can't be, well, we don't like Biden, we don't like the left, so everything they do, we're going to vote against. The next election, next year and in 2024, will be decided by independents. And this is where Biden has collapsed the most. According to that USA Today poll, independents feel that Biden's doing a terrible job by a seven-to-one margin. Seven-to-one. And the independents are now more numerous than the Republicans or the Democrats. We're speaking to Bill O'Reilly. Check out more of what he's up to at BillOReilly.com. Of course, check out his latest books as well. And we'll talk about the history tour in a moment. Bill, I just want to know, after what we saw in Virginia, a lot of focus on what they're teaching kids in school. The Democrats seem to think that playing these semantic games of, oh, it's not really CRT, it's something else, it's you know racial equity instruction or something uh that that doesn't seem like it's gonna it didn't fly in virginia doesn't seem like it's gonna fly as a strategy elsewhere do you think that this is the beginning of a movement you think that what happened in virginia where parents are saying enough is enough with the schools could spread elsewhere and have an impact on the midterms i think it's already over for critical race theory in the public schools you'll only get it in the uh, liberal colleges i think it's done um People know when they're being lied to. And to have somebody come on and say, oh, critical race theory isn't about dividing Americans. It's about honesty. And you're looking at that. You're, you're saying a seven-year-old with no frame of reference, no historical knowledge can figure out that this isn't a divisive situation. Um, they're going to be looking at their classmate across the aisle of a different color 
and you're having a teacher saying how bad white people are, that's good for children. So on a base level, it's a, it's so heinous, so terrible. But here's what, here's what disturbed me about Virginia. In Loudoun County, north of uh, Washington, D.C., and that's where all the CRT stuff exploded, and the poor girl got raped by uh, the kid wearing a skirt and all of that, okay? In Loudoun County, they still broke for McAuliffe. And Loudoun County is not a minority community. It's a white community. So I, I analyzed it. I said, what, what the deuce are these people doing in Loudoun County? Where it's obvious that parents don't want propaganda, divisive racial propaganda, shoved down their children's throats. And McAuliffe is saying, you don't have a right to voice an opinion on that? And you still vote for McAuliffe? So here's what I came up with, and I'd like to hear your guy, you guys' opinion on it. People believe what they want to believe. It's very hard to shake people from whatever is in their mind. And, and you guys know, you have friends and maybe spouses, maybe, you know. You can't, most times, convince people, even if you have overwhelming evidence, that their opinion is wrong. So in Loudoun County, they hate Trump. All right, in Fairfax County, they hate Trump. That overrode all of the local issues because they assign the Republican Party with Trump. And that's what McAuliffe, of course, tried to do. Biden tried to do it when um, Obama tried to do it when they campaigned. They all tried to do it. And enough people bought it, so the people in Loudoun County went for McAuliffe. I think that was the explanation, but it's disturbing. It really is. I think there's some truth to that, Bill, and and also, obviously, the big lies that have managed to be stuck to President Trump, who you're going to be traveling around with, Russia collusion, which has gone up in smoke, uh, and and even the very fine people lying from Charlottesville that Joe Biden claimed was the motivating factor behind which he decided to start his campaign, which leads me into this question with you, Bill. You spend a lot of time with President Trump. I know you're a student of history. Do you think Trump will run again in 2024? And if he does or does not, how would you categorize him in a historical context? I know it's always difficult to think historically in the present day. That's one reason I love studying history. Do you think he runs? How do you contextualize Trump as a historical president? Well, I talked to him this morning. He woke me up. And I said, do you ever sleep? He's a vampire. <laughs> All right. So he calls me really early in the morning. And uh, we were discussing the tour and the logistics of the tour and things like that. But he read my column that I filed over the weekend. It's on BillOReilly.com. Anybody can read it. And the column is called Corruption. And it details in a very simple way. I'm a simple man. You guys know that. How the Clinton campaign, Hillary Clinton campaign, concocted and financed this bogus Russian collusion story, and they were enabled by the corporate media. And for more than two years, every single day, Trump got it in the neck from the media, and then all of a sudden, he didn't do it. Now, that is, and Durham is still investigating this, 
if that goes up to high levels of the Hillary Clinton campaign, that will be the worst political corruption in this country's history. Because they try to subvert an election by fabricating a story, and the gullible media, corrupt media, picked it up and ran with it with no scrutiny. I mean, think about how bad that is. Now, on a question of Trump running, and he liked the column, by the way. I think he's sending it out on whatever he – I think he has Pony Express riders now. <laughs> I think wall. they go email distribution now, Bill, which actually has become more popular because so many yeah, people are overloaded with social. about whatever he has. I can't figure it out. But he says it goes everywhere, and I'm going to put your column out. I said, good. And, you know, anybody can put the column out. Um, but he wants to run again. There's no doubt about it. And I don't know whether he's going to be able to run, because that will depend on what happens between now and when the campaign starts, which is January 2023, because of campaign finance laws. So you've got to get through the midterms next year, and then as soon as January turns, you'll see them flood in. Um, but he certainly wants to run, but if he does run, this is why I'm doing the history tour. I'm not doing a history tour for any other reason than to inform the American people on what really happened during those four years of Trump. Because nobody knows what happened. Because it was never reported, honestly. So, for example, how did you get that back so fast? It's almost a miracle. How did it happen? Who did you go to? How much did it cost? Were there people impeding you? What about Putin? Did Putin, what kind of guy, does he speak English? You know, that's the kind of stuff I'm going to get into. And it be, the tour has become so much more important than when I announced it in uh, early summer because of the Biden collapse. Because now independents are giving Trump another look. And I told the president, this is why he did it. It took him a while to do it because he knows how obnoxious I am. I'm not going to sit there and be a cupcake. I'm going to ask him tough questions. And he's going to have to answer them in front of 10, 12,000 people. Um, so... I said to him, we're going to tape all this. You're going to have a record that's never been out there before. Depend, no matter, I saw every interview he did. Nobody ever asked him about any of the positive stuff, how the economy was good. Listen, let me give you the, the most vivid example I can. Last year at this time, Trump is in office, right? Massive COVID intrusion. Massive. Was there a supply line problem? Was there? No. Okay. No, you're right. There was no supply line problem. In the worst months of COVID, under Trump, we didn't have problem getting products to the market. Now, 12 months later, we do. Why? I know why, but this is the kind of stuff that Americans need to think about. So you don't have to like the guy in the Oval Office, but that guy has got to be a problem solver. Bill, where should people go to find out more about the tour, where you'll be, okay. and, and how they can then go see you and former President Trump? Well, we start out on December 11th, Saturday, at the L-I-V-E Live FLA Arena. That's where the Panthers play in Fort Lauderdale Sunrise. Then the next day, Sunday, we go to uh, Orlando, Florida. And then the next weekend, 
we go to the Toyota Center in Houston, and then Sunday at uh, the American Airlines Arena in Dallas. Tickets available, you know, if you just make it easy for yourself, go to BillOReilly.com. I'll link you over to any other box office you want. Ticketmaster has them. Arenas have them. Um, it's the Amway Arena in Orlando. And uh, we sold about 30,000 tickets, guys. This is, this I, would, is, I would love to go watch Yeah, I was going to say, can we play like, Clay and I should come? Except you guys, you guys are not necessarily going to be total head-to-head, but, I mean, I would like to watch this. If you want to go, and this this is a low-level bribe, it's on me. There we <laughs> go. Just tell me what show you want to go to, both of you guys, and I'll have you there. All righty. Well, Bill, you thanks know, so much. Good luck on the tour, and everyone should go check out BillOReilly.com for his latest. Bill, always appreciate you stopping by to hang with, uh, hang with us here. Thank you, sir. Anytime. Thanks for having me. Outstanding stuff. I may do that, Buck. Legacy Box, simply the best service to preserve your past memories on film and videotape. Send your Legacy Box, which is specially made box by the company and ships it to you, filled with your own old home movies and pictures. Once Legacy Box gets that, they do the rest. In a couple of weeks' time, they digitize your moments onto a thumb drive, the cloud, or DVD. It's like magic. And... If you're like most of us, you've got that storage closet, box, attic space filled with your videotapes, film reels, old photos, chock full of sentimental, meaningful, irreplaceable moments meant to be saved and shared forever, which is why you've kept them for the last 10, 20, 30 years and more. Each item you send is hand digitized by a team of over 200 trained technicians right here in my home state of Tennessee, right in Chattanooga, where my mom and uh, and all of her family grew up. Legacy Box has been the industry leader in professionally digitizing family memories for over a decade. More than a million families have relied on them. Many of those families in this audience buck. Hook people up right now. Legacy Box is giving you early access to their Black Friday sale. Visit LegacyBox.com slash Buck to unlock a discount for our Black Friday sale. Again, that's LegacyBox.com slash Buck for their best deal of the year. LegacyBox.com slash Buck. I've done this. You'll love it once you go through the process. It's so easy. They handle what you send in with so much care. They send it back to you, but they also send it all to you. Digitized, thumb drive, DVD, in the cloud. LegacyBox.com slash Buck. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D.
The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less, every time you play. You pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match. Up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C L A Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Meet Kelsey. When she found out she was pregnant, she wasn't sure where to turn. But after meeting with the counselors at a preborn network clinic, they welcomed her and supported her and provided her with a free ultrasound. Kelsey heard her baby's heartbeat and she chose life. When a mother looks at her child through a sonogram, it does something to you. You know, I ended up deciding to keep my son, who is now five years old today. He's amazing. He brings absolute joy to my heart. I could not imagine life without him. By introducing a woman to her baby on an ultrasound, a baby's chance at life doubles. Your tax-deductible donation of $5,000 will sponsor Preborn's entire network for 24 hours, helping to rescue 200 babies. To donate, use your cell phone and dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 saying baby or donate securely at preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K sponsored by Preborn. Welcome back in Clay Travis Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Got to tell you that conversation between Bill O'Reilly and Donald Trump, the ones that they're having in Florida and in Texas sound really intriguing. I may need to go to one of them. But as he was talking, Buck, and as all of this detail on Russia collusion has come out, and as the Rachel Maddows and Adam Schiff's of the world have gotten blown up and the Steele dossier has been proven to be filled with lies, I'm wondering historically, when you think back about people who have been accused of crimes or wrongdoing and utterly vindicated, I don't mean in an OJ sense where like, hey, he's not guilty because he's got great lawyers. What I think of is Richard Jewell, who was accused of being the Atlanta Park bomber and was actually the hero who saved lives. And I think of Duke Lacrosse, guys who were accused of sexual assault, actually did nothing at all wrong. And I wonder historically whether Russia collusion is going to be able to see Donald Trump as being vindicated, having done nothing wrong. Certainly a lot of people are still going to believe that he did nothing wrong. But we're talking about the possibility of utter and complete vindication for Donald Trump as it pertains to the Russia collusion lies. I don't think there'll be any accountability, really. That's the problem. Because remember, yeah. journalists at that time did not view, and they were pretty open about this, stunningly so, they did not view their role in America as getting truthful information to provide to society so our democracy could function well. It was hashtag resistance, anti-Trump. Yes. And if they yes. had to lie to do it, they still sleep soundly at night as the evil little propagandists that they are. So... We'll, we'll continue to follow this, though, because it's outrageous what happened. 
Make your dog a little healthier today. Order something I've started feeding our family dog every day when she's taking her meals. It's called Rough Greens. It's a healthy supplement we add into Tallulah, the Frenchie's food. Think about it. Most of the dog food we buy has to be made for the likelihood that it'll be stored on supermarket shelves for a long time. There's nothing live in that food. Those food manufacturers use a sterilization process that kills anything that would be alive in your pet's food that's good for your pet, like probiotics, enzymes, vitamins, omega oils, healthy microbacteria. That's why you need Rough Greens. It's a healthy supplement you add into your dog's existing food to make your dog healthier, happier, feel better. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident your dog's going to love it, they've got a special deal for this show. Go to roughgreens.com slash EIB. They're going to give you the first bag free. All you pay is shipping. That's R-U-F-F, roughgreens.com slash EIB. Get all of the hottest interviews and segments with the free Clay and Buck in a Hurry email newsletter. Delivered directly to your inbox, you'll receive Clay and Buck's take on all the stories that matter most. The Clay and Buck in a Hurry email. Sign up today for free at clayandbuck.com. Welcome back to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. This is Buck in NYC, Clay out in Nashville, Tennessee, bringing you all the latest from all across the country. Kyle Rittenhouse trials going on up in Kenosha, Wisconsin. I'm speaking to friends of mine who are covering it at the trial and trying to get as much information as I possibly can about what what's going on day to day there. But I want to take a step back for a second and remind everybody that when prosecutors, when the law enforcement arms of the government and particularly prosecutors offices are taking public whim not just into account, but actually putting it, placing it above the passions of the mob, above the law, we are in a whole lot of trouble as a society. You know How many people were severely, let's just point this out, severely prosecuted for their roles in months of rioting in this country that did involve fatalities? There were people that were shot and killed during those riots. There were stores burned to the ground. There was a tremendous amount of damage and theft and anarchy and mayhem and communities that are still trying to recover from all that. Was there a major law enforcement focus in those communities on punishing the people involved? Or was that just considered an expression of rage from the oppressed or whatever the case may be? Now we have Kyle Rittenhouse, who decided to try to defend. That was why he showed up in Kenosha, Wisconsin, to defend a community that was under siege from BLM rioters. This is all very real. This happened. You could see the buildings burning on footage. You could see stores looted and destroyed. And he was attacked during that process. There is video of this. In fact, there uh, yesterday was a Kenosha detective, Ben Antaranian, admitting that Kyle Rittenhouse, in fact, only shot people who were chasing and trying to assault him. This is going to be uh, this is going to be a moment where you realize, hold on a second. If this isn't self-defense, what would be considered self-defense? Play it. You saw the video where the person runs up to Mr. Rittenhouse and then steps back, right? Yes, I've seen that. that. Correct. And no shot fired. Correct. You saw other people that were kind of it wasn't a two or three person chase. There were multiple people kind of around Mr. Rittenhouse, some of them brandishing weapons correct? There were people and there were people that were armed, absolutely. And those people who didn't attack him, he didn't fire at them, did he? Correct. 
the only people that he fired at were people that had either kicked him, hit him with something, or pulled a gun on him when he's running down Sheridan Road. Right? I would agree with that statement. Clay? We know, I mean, you don't even have to be a lawyer. I know you are a lawyer. You don't have to be a lawyer. Just to understand the basics of self-defense and natural law on this one, which is if someone is attacking you as part of a mob and you have a firearm, you have a God-given right to use that firearm in defense of your person. Look, there are all different sorts of angles of this case that have been discussed in the media. It's possible that we're going to be discussing Kyle Rittenhouse as someone who also was innocent because of self-defense in the same way that we talk about other people who went into a court of law and managed to be vindicated in that court of law because of the facts. Yesterday, we played you. The only surviving person who was shot admitted on the witness stand that he was pointing a gun at Rittenhouse when Rittenhouse shot him. And now there's video of these guys that were shot armed chasing him and... Ultimately, the bigger story here to me even than what's going on in the case is the fact that so many people in the media immediately convicted this kid because they wanted him to be a representative sample of white racism. That's really what this was, right? It's not only, Clay, and that's that's an essential point, and it's not only that the media wanted to create a perception. There are all these news stories. I'm looking at some of them right now about Kyle Rittenhouse White vigilante, Kyle yes. Rittenhouse, white militia member, Kyle, you know, all these things, a white nationalist, all complete. That's all fabrications. There's no yes. evidence. There was never any evidence for any of those claims that he was a part of a militia or that he was a part of some, you know, racist effort to overthrow the government. All these crazy things that were said. But it's actually even worse than that. On the one hand, you have the media trying to try this in the court of public opinion and taint any jury pool against him. But that that ha- we know that happens yes. all the time. That's not new. What's a little different here was that there was a concerted effort by the left-wing media to out anybody who tried to support him with funding and donations, and there was an effort to ban, in fact, I believe Discover, uh, Discover blocked donations to a site. This was on Fox Business back in... Uh, I'll get the date when I big, can. Big corporations a, a stood up to disallow people to donate for him to have a That's lawful right. defense. You were not allowed to donate to the Kyle Rittenhouse Defense Fund. There were companies that waited and said, sorry, we're going to block that cash, not allow you to use these platforms for uh, for it. You know, at, at some point, folks, you start to see this is this is frightening for all of us because the presumption of innocence is something that we believe in, not just as a legal principle, but there should be something beyond that where you should at least get your day in court and you should be able to raise money for your defense. Because the best lawyer makes the best defense. I mean, and this is me talking, the difference between a Michael Jordan-level lawyer and a high school basketball-level lawyer is substantial, and that exists exists in the legal profession. And, Buck, remember, I, I recall... Didn't they have media members showing up at people's houses who had donated any money at all to Rittenhouse's legal defense, confronting them and asking them, how dare you give, I don't know, $30 or $50 or $100 to this 17-year-old kid's legal defense fund? That was going on, too. This was all meant to intimidate anybody from being able to say, hold on a second, I think Kyle Rittenhouse engaged in self-defense. Now, now. We've already talked about this. 
I wouldn't, and Clay and I have talked about it, and some people may disagree, if, if a friend of mine had said, I'm going to take my lawfully owned firearm and go try to get in the middle of these riots in Kenosha, I would have advised against it. If that, one of my boys had tried to do it, Buck, I would have said, the hell you will. You're not going to get out in the street armed with a gun because of what might transpire. But the, but le- the legal that doesn't question, make you guilty. Right. The legal question here is not, should Kyle Rittenhouse have been in Kenosha That's right. trying to help his community? And by the way, I know there are people listening who feel like it's heroic that he was trying to yes. defend the community. That's also a valid point of view. I'm just saying I would not have advised somebody to do this because I know, look, it's the same reason why there's a lot of a lot of right-wing folks these days, even in a place like New York City where they have these you know horrible assaults that are caught on video, and all these guys will come in and say, oh, that would, you know, if that guy had assaulted that person in front of me, I would step in there. I appreciate that sentiment, but understand something. If you step in and the district attorney, you know, weighs in on the case and an individual, I don't know, maybe the individual that you step in against happens to say that you, oh, maybe you said a racial slur of some kind or, maybe you know, all of a sudden the politics can turn against you very quickly in these situations. So it's not just about being brave. It's also about being wise. Well, not only that, regardless of what side of the equation my kid wanted to be involved in. I wouldn't want one of my kids, and I think about it in a kid context because this kid is still a minor. He's 17 years old at the time this is going on. I got a 13-year-old boy about to turn 14. I wouldn't want my kid out in the streets of Kenosha, Wisconsin, protesting in favor of Black Lives Matter, trying to protect businesses, being involved in any way in the chaotic scene that was taking place that night. But being there isn't a crime. What he is being charged with is, I believe, based on the evidence that I've seen, and we want to make it clear, we do a live radio show. So we're not sitting in the in the courtroom watching every minute of this trial. And people very often react to one or two minute clips and segments. But based on everything I have read, the facts would lead me to believe that this kid has a very valid self-defense claim that should, I believe, should work based on the facts that I've seen. In the meantime, Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow and his team, they have fit us for our own pillows and introduced us to the ever-growing list of incredible products. You can trust like Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. These pillows won't go flat, wash and dry them constantly, and they're made in the USA. And right now, for a limited time, Mike is offering his my pillows. Yes. The pillows that started it all for the lowest price ever. You can get a my pillow for just nineteen ninety eight. Originally, they were almost seventy bucks. That's fifty dollars in saving with the promo code Clay and Buck King Pillow. Only ten bucks more plus buck. It gets even better. For a limited time, Mike is offering those my pillows at the incredible price. As we said, nineteen ninety eight. And all you have to do is go to go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener specials. And enter promo code Clay and Buck. Again, that website is mypillow.com. Just go on the site, click on the radio listener specials tab, and then pick out all the stuff you want. Enter promo code Clay and Buck or call 800 792 3269. That phone number is 800 792 3269 for these amazing radio specials. Save money, get great products. Clay and I, our houses are totally outfitted with them. Well, I live in an apartment, he lives in a house outfitted with this stuff everywhere you'll not only find this amazing offer but rotating discounts on 150 plus my pillow products from the giza dream bed sheets to the mattress topper slippers and more mypillow.com go check it out promo code clay and buck 
Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. If babies in their mother's womb could speak, what would they say? In the absence of words, they share the sounds of their heart beating, telling you they're alive and growing. An unborn baby's heart is already beating at just three weeks. By five weeks, you can hear that heartbeat on ultrasound, and that's where Preborn's network of clinics step in. Preborn is the country's largest provider of free ultrasounds, and every day they rescue 200 babies' lives by connecting expectant mothers and children. Those are pregnant mothers deciding on life or abortion. Most often, they choose life. For just $28, you can provide one free ultrasound to help save a child's life. $140 will help rescue five babies' lives. Donate via cell phone, dial pound 250, and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 baby. Visit preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. Preborn has a 100% charity rating. Sponsored by Preborn. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Rolling through, about to finish the second hour of the program. Encourage you, go download the podcast and make sure you don't miss a single moment of the show you can also give us five stars you can search out my name clay travis you can search out buck sexton and uh, let's go ahead we got a couple of calls we're going to take uh people who want to weigh in on the rittenhouse related discussion who we got buck oh man lines all lit up on this people have a lot of thoughts on it we got Alyssa in kenosha wisconsin where all this went down Alyssa, thanks for joining 
Hi, thank you. Um, I'm calling because the day of the shooting, of, of Kyle Rittenhouse shooting, there was an emergency council meeting by all the council members here in town, and it was open to the public, and I attended. And they were expressing their grave concerns about the vigilante groups that were forming online and all over Facebook. And they were aware of it, and they were trying to strategize what they were going to do that evening to handle all the violence and chaos. This was brought to the attention of Tony Evers, our governor. He was aware of this information, aware of the vigilanteism coming to town, and, and absolutely did nothing. So, yep. in my opinion, we would not be talking about Kyle or the Rittenhouse trial if it wasn't for Governor Evers. I think you're right, Alyssa. I, that, that is a comment and a discussion point that I think deserves way more attention that the Wisconsin leadership allowed this situation to occur where a kid felt like he needed to go and help protect the community from the people who were going to do it harm. That's because there are times, and this happened in Baltimore, it happened in New York City during yes. this period as well. Baltimore Chicago. was really the first time around with, with the BLM riots where city leadership decided, you know, we don't want to come down too hard on this. People are upset. Let's let, let's let them vent their, their rage on the streets we're for a afraid, bit. afraid. Effectively, what they were afraid of, Buck, was they would have another shooting or another incident, which would make it worse. Right. And so they basically decided we're not going to do it. Yeah, they, ca- they caved to the mob. Let the mob yes. exhaust itself by destroying people's property, attacking people in the streets, etc. Alyssa in Kenosha, thank you so much for joining us, bringing that perspective. Luke in Charlotte, North Carolina. What's up, Luke? Hey, how you doing? Um, I was just called in to tell you that I had uh, 31 years as a deputy sheriff in the Seattle area, and we had uh, seven officers that were confronted with unarmed suspects that were killed with their own weapons after they subdued them and took their weapon away. Well, you know, Luke, so, I, I, this is what I always say about one, unarmed does not mean no threat. So often, even in the statistics, when they look at law enforcement shootings, yes. and they'll say unarmed people, and we're supposed to assume for some reason, people in the media, I should say, assume, oh, it's a person who might have had their hands up, and they were no. That's not true at all, as you well know, as a career law enforcement officer. And it's the same thing for a civilian. If I have a firearm on me, someone knows I have a firearm on, on me, and they try to knock me out with a skateboard, I'm not going to wait to see if they're able to knock me unconscious and, and execute me with my own weapon. I'm going to use the weapon I have to defend myself. That's well said. Exactly true. Exactly true. And the problem is. Even the most well-trained police officer who's tough, and I'm pretty, I was pretty tough when I was young, can get hit with a lucky punch, be knocked silly, and then the guy grabs his gun and pow, you're dead. So yeah. would I shoot an unarmed person? Yeah. But if he's fighting me, sure. Try to take my gun away? Sure. Yeah, then goes for the gun. That's a, right. le- that's a lethal act right there. Luke, thank you so much for calling in, bringing that perspective to this as well. We appreciate it. George in Pennsylvania has got a bit of a different view on the Rittenhouse situation. What's up, George? Hey, what's happening? Uh, I like listening to you guys. They're great. Thank anyway, you. Appreciate that. To make this short, make this short and sweet. An incident has, let's say, five steps. To start, to get to five, the fifth step where the murder is, you had step one. Step one was him leaving out of his house with a weapon that he shouldn't have had, and don't even use the word vigilante. And it's not political. That's the officer's police. Uh, job to do in that. George, time. I understand all the I arguments you're going to make. Listen, sorry, wait, sorry. Let me just say this, gun. George. Hold on. We can agree. Right. I just said as a dad, I wouldn't want my teenager to have put himself into the situation that Kyle Rittenhouse did, right? That's not a crime, putting yourself into that situation, right? What we are determining is whether or not in that situation he had the right to commit self-defense, right? To defend himself from peril from others. That's the question of the case. The question of the case isn't 
whether or not he should have been there in the first place. Well, that's that step one. He should okay. have been there with a gun. Okay, but and that's and not. But what well, I'm saying, George, is listen, you are you are gun, you, you are getting it, listen, to. Even if he went without a gun. He could have ran. He didn't have to be entangled in that incident. Okay, but he, all he of went, that is not. He let a hundred people do the same thing he did. Go down to another town, another state, another. George, let me bring my this gun. is not gonna... the legal issue that's at play, right? You can say, "Hey, we're in it." Let's take it out of like a extremely polarizing debate. You can say, "Hey, you didn't need to go to the grocery store to go get milk when you got into that traffic accident on the way to the grocery store, right?" Back in your house, you can be like, it was 11 o'clock at night. Why in the world did you need to go get milk at 11 o'clock at night? But if somebody runs into you when you're going to get milk at 11 o'clock or 1 a.m. or whatever it might be to the grocery store, the question of the case is still, was the person who hit you in the car negligent? The question of the case isn't, should you have been going to get milk? You're getting focused, and Buck, I think a lot of jurors might as well, on the question of whether Kyle Rittenhouse should have been there, which is different than he was there, did he have the right to defend himself? The question of the case is, did he have the right to defend himself, not why he was there? Go back to step one. He had no right to first even leave the house with that type of a gun. No, that's, that's not. That's he's not charged with that, George. That's not the George. You appreciate the steps, you calling George, in, but that's, your that's, steps never went anywhere, George, because you didn't get to the essence of the case. Um, but uh, we got we got more coming your way here in the next hour. Just give you a sense of where we're going here, Clay and Buck. This this truck is just getting revved up here. We have uh, a quite a grilling session for Slimy Schiff. He is somewhat. On uh, the view of all places. On the this view. Like, I don't expect my, to get filleted on the view. My friend Morgan Ortegas bringing the heat over on the view, so we'll get to that. You're going to want to hear that for sure. But Clay's going to bring us back in a few minutes with what happens right now. It's November. It's 2021. There's vaccination campaigns all over the place. What's going on when you compare California and Florida with regard to COVID? You're going to want to hear it. Clay's going to break it down. Stick around. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on, but we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. 
People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 